Welcome to the New School of Marketing podcast, the place for smart, simple strategies that will amplify your business results. Sharing practical tips, insider knowledge and actionable advice because marketing is something that every business owner can do. Now, let's get started. Introducing your host, Bianca McKenzie, mum, lover of snow sports, camping, horse riding and in-demand launch strategist and Facebook advertising knowledge bank. Hey there, welcome to the new School of Marketing podcast. It's so great to have you here and I really appreciate each one of you tuning in. I hope that you're well and that you have a great week ahead. I'm recording this on a rainy day in Tasmania and to be honest, we've had way too many rainy days lately. Thankfully, we had a great weekend where we managed to do some work outside because a few weeks ago, we actually received some free chickens from someone who didn't want them anymore. And although we were planning on getting chickens, we weren't quite ready because our chicken coop isn't fenced. And if you know me, we have two dogs that love a good chase, so we can't really let the chickens free range, unfortunately. Our dogs are way too interested in them. So we were supposed to fence our chicken coop on the weekend, but we haven't quite got to it yet. So the chickens are still in their temporary structure. So once the weather clears up, I'm sure that we'll get to it. But right now, they'll just have to be where they are right now. All right. In this episode, I want to talk to you about Facebook ad objectives. What are the options and which one do you choose? Before you pick any of the options that Facebook offers you, you need to be crystal clear on your goal for your advertising campaign. What exactly do you want to achieve with your ads? Knowing what kind of results you want for your ad campaign helps you select the right objective, which helps your campaign perform better and you're more likely to get the results that you're aiming for. The objective that you choose sends information back to Facebook about your goals and what action you want people to take from your ad. And Facebook's smart algorithm will show your ads to people in your audience who are most likely to take this action. Because Facebook collects data on what people do, such as clicking on links, it is super smart and uses this information to optimize your ad campaigns. So once you're clear on your goal, Let's look at the different types of objectives. Facebook splits them into three categories. There's awareness, consideration, and conversion. And there are two objectives listed under the awareness category. They are brand awareness and reach. And both of these focus on showing your ads to the largest number of people in your audience within your budget. Because these objectives Optimize your ad for impressions, i.e. getting your ad seen by the highest number of people in your audience. These types of ads often don't get a high click rate or much engagement. I generally don't use these objectives unless the target audience I have chosen is small and my conversion or consideration ads don't feed out. So sometimes when the audience is very small, it's hard for Facebook to get the campaign started, in which case I choose a rich objective. Otherwise, I mostly leave these objectives alone. That doesn't mean that there isn't a place for them and you might want to use them if it fits with your goals. 
Generally, if you want to make more sales or drive website traffic or engagement, you're better off choosing a more appropriate objective. So the next category is consideration. And there are actually six campaign objectives under consideration, which are traffic, engagement, video views, lead generation, messages, and app installs. And I've used a number of these objectives and each of them have their own use. Each of these objectives optimize for a specific action, such as clicks, comments, watching all or part of your video, etc. And Facebook will show your ad to people in your chosen target audience who are most likely to take the action that you specified with your ad. For example, watching all or part of your video. So let's look at them one by one. Traffic. The traffic option is a great one if your main goal is to send people to your website. When you choose this objective, you have the option to optimize for link clicks or landing page views. I generally choose landing page views because it means that it's optimized for when someone actually gets to your website rather than when someone clicks. Sometimes websites don't load fast enough and people don't actually complete the action because they skip away because they couldn't wait for your website to actually load. So that's why I choose landing page views because it means that someone's actually waiting to actually get to your website and has seen your landing page or your website page. The way the traffic objective is optimized is that Facebook will show your ads to the people in your target audience who are most likely to take your specified action of going to your website by clicking the link you provide in the ad. And I find the traffic objective a great one to use to send someone to a blog post or to the show notes of one of my podcast episodes. I wouldn't use it to send someone just to my homepage because often people then don't really know what is expected of them. They land there and then there's so many options and they don't have any direction. So keep it specific. The second objective is engagement. So we know that Facebook and Instagram love engagement. And usually the higher the engagement on a post, the more likely Facebook and Instagram are to show your content to more of your audience. That's for organic social content. In short, Facebook loves engagement and rewards you for it. You can use Facebook ads to show your ads to people in your target audience who are most likely to engage with your post. And there are three options to choose from when you set up this type of ad. You can advertise for post engagements, which means that you can either create a post that you advertise for engagement, or you can turn an existing organic content post into an ad. And it's important to encourage people to engage. If your post isn't really getting people to react, it's better to turn it off or create a new ad. And I often use the post engagement ad for clients who have organic posts that are performing well. By giving them a little bit of ad spend, they build up even more engagement and it's great for social proof and building a retargeting audience. The second option is page likes. This one kind of speaks for itself. If you want to grow your Facebook page followers, you can choose this objective to get your ad in front of people who are most likely to like your page. Sadly, it's only available for Facebook pages and not to grow your Instagram followers. I never use this option because I see page likes as a vanity metric and it's extremely hard to quantify. 
I much rather spend my and my clients' money on something that makes them money. And most of the time, page likes is kind of like a byproduct of running other campaigns. And the third option within this objective is event responses. And I've actually never used this objective. But what it means is that if you have a Facebook event, you can use this engagement type to get more people to respond to it. It can be good for free events, although clicking the going button is pretty easy. It doesn't mean that the person clicking the button is actually committed to going to the event. And if you're selling tickets for an event, the better option to choose would be a conversion objective because you want people to purchase. So the engagement objective is great if you want to add social proof to a post or want to grow your page fans. I only ever use it to turn organic posts that are performing well into ads to add social proof and to grow a retargeting audience of people who are likely to take some action. The next objective is app installs. If you have an app that you want to increase downloads for, the app installs objective is the one to go for. I've personally never used it as I don't have an app and I don't have clients with apps either. So you might have to explore this one a little bit more on your own if you have an app. When you use the app install objective, your ads will be shown to people in your audience who are most likely to install an app. And as I said, I have never used this objective, but there are some things that you need to do before you run these types of ads. You'll need to register your app with Facebook and implement their SDK, which is some code, which allows you to track the actions that are taken. Their next objective is video views. And I love video views because it keeps people on Facebook rather than leading them somewhere else off the platform. With this objective, Facebook will prioritize showing your video ads to people in your chosen target audience who are most likely to watch the video. And with this ad, you have the option to choose a time frame of how long you want people to watch for. And you can choose anywhere from two seconds, 15 seconds or more. It is a really good campaign objective if you want to build trust and awareness for your brand, especially with people who are new to your business and haven't seen you before. So a cold audience. Another reason I love this type of ad is that you can create retargeting audiences based on the length of time people have watched your video. So someone who has watched 75% of your video is most likely to be quite engaged and you could retarget them with a free download so that they subscribe to your email marketing software. I think it's pretty genius, (laughs) but I'm getting ahead of myself now. Like I said, Video views keep people on Facebook rather than leading them somewhere else. And this is highly beneficial, especially with the iOS changes and people having the option to opt out of tracking. You see, if they stay on Facebook, they are staying inside the app, the Facebook app, and Facebook can track this, even if people have opted out of tracking. So video view audiences are a great way to build retargeting audiences. One small tip, if your video includes audio, especially of you or someone else speaking, you want to add captions for people who are unable to hear or people who are watching without sound. And that used to be me. I used to watch a lot of this on public transport and 
you don't want everyone else to hear it. So captions are incredibly important. Think of who your ideal audience is before creating your video and make sure that you capture their attention and deliver your main message in the first few seconds. Otherwise, you'll lose them and they won't watch the rest of your video. The video views objectives is really for those who want to advertise and get people to watch the video, not for people who want them to take action such as purchase because Facebook will optimise for video views and not for purchases. And the video views objective works for turning Facebook Live replays into ads as well. So if you're doing Facebook Lives and you want more people to watch it, you can turn them into ads and using the video views objective. The next option is lead generation. Lead generation is one of my favorite ways to advertise. And there are actually several methods to do this. Using the lead generation objective allows you to add a contact form to your Facebook ad and collect information from your prospective customer. Personally, I haven't used it because I tend to use the other method and I'll talk about that in a minute. But the upside of a lead generation form is that you are keeping people on Facebook rather than sending them elsewhere. I've always found that the downside to be that there wasn't an easy way to move the leads that have come in onto an email marketing software. So you'll need to download the information that the form is collected and manually upload it or set up an integration to your mailing list provider with something like Zapier. That said, this is a great objective if you want prospective customers to submit their details without leaving Facebook or maybe you don't have a sign-up form on your website. The last objective inside the consideration category is messages and they are a great objective to use if you want to start a conversation with people inside of Messenger or DMs in Instagram. Facebook will show your ad to people who are most likely to send you a message. As you can imagine, this type of ad can be a little bit controversial because a lot of people might not be familiar with it and all of a sudden get a message from you. So it's important to let people know through your ad that you'll be starting a conversation with them and give them a clear reason for this. This type of ad is actually not available in all countries because of this delicate issue and privacy laws in certain countries don't allow you to message people. Also, if you use this objective, make sure that you're monitoring your inbox all the time because most people who want to have a messenger conversation will expect an instant response. In the past, I have used some form of messenger ads, but only with warm audiences and people who already knew my clients. And we use the ads to give people an option to talk to the team and ask questions before making a purchase. The third and last category of all the options is conversion. And inside the conversion objective, there are three options. You have conversions, catalog sales, and store traffic. And these objectives encourage people to buy your product or service. Conversion objectives often have a higher cost for impressions or link clicks, but they they also have a higher intent action. Conversion ads are optimized to be shown to the portion of your audience that will most likely convert, i.e. either hands over something like their email address or money. 
So the first objective, conversion, can be used in multiple ways. And I'll talk you through how I use this objective for myself and my clients. The goal for conversions is to get people to take a specific action on your website, which can be adding a product to their cart, signing up for your newsletter, or making a purchase. All of these actions are considered conversions, depending on what your overall goal is and how you set up your ads. The conversion objective is always my starting point. I always try to go for objectives that are closest to what I or my clients want to achieve. And usually that is sales or list growth. To use this objective, there are a few things you need to do first. Otherwise, you won't be able to track results, which would make advertising very tricky and not measurable. So you'll need to install the Facebook pixel on your website and on any relevant landing pages, depending on what you're trying to achieve with your ads. You need to install the conversion API on your website. You need to verify the domain for your website and you need to configure your events inside of Facebook Events Manager. And it might take you a while to set all of this up, but there are instructions inside of Facebook and their websites that will help you set this up. Or if you're unsure of how to do it all, you can contact an ads manager or a web developer to do it for you. Then when you're ready to run ads, at the ad set level, you're able to optimize for the most relevant conversion event that is linked to the goal you have for your ads. So for example, if you're an e-commerce store or you are a course creator at the final stage of your launch and you want to make sales, you select the purchase objective as a conversion event when you set up your ads. The conversion objective is the one that I use the most. I use it for both lead generation and for sales. And when I use it for lead generation, I would choose the lead or complete registration conversion event when I set up my ads. And if I want to make sales, I select the purchase one. So Facebook will optimize for what you choose. So if you're looking to grow your list or you want to make sales, you'd select the conversion objective from the list of objectives that Facebook offers when you create your ads. So the next one is catalog sales. And the catalog sales option is great for e-commerce stores. You can link your online store catalog to Facebook Ads Manager and use this to advertise your products. There is an option called dynamic product ads that let you show a selection of products to your audience. Or you can set up retargeting ads whereby you show the exact products that your audience are looking at on your website. It's a little bit creepy because it shows them exactly what they just looked at and they'll probably feel like they're followed, you know, someone's spying on them. But at the same time, it's also genius because it keeps you front of mind with that customer and it encourages them to complete their purchase. And as with any ad, it is important to have creative and images that stand out. But with a catalog ad, even more so because you are creating the catalog with Facebook. So make sure that your images inside the catalog are eye-catching to make people notice them. And finally, the last option is store traffic. And again, I haven't used this one because I generally work with online businesses only. But if you have a brick and mortar store, so a physical location, and you want to drive more foot traffic to your store, you can use a store traffic objective. 
And there are some steps that you need to take before you can do this. And I suggest that you follow with what Facebook wants because they will tell you what you need to prepare. And Facebook will show ads for the closest location of your store to people within a specific radius, which you can set automatically or manually. Now, this objective is mostly designed for stores with more than one location. If you only have one store and only have one location, I suggest that you use the reach objective to show ads to a local target audience. Okay, so that's all of the Facebook ad objective options. As you heard, there are a lot of options to choose from. But hopefully now you have a better understanding of what to choose and when once you're ready to set up your ads. And you don't have to use them all. In fact, I highly discourage you to use them all. You don't need to use them all. Start by working out your goal for your ads. What is it that you want to achieve? And then work out your objective from there. Even as an ads manager who does this work day in, day out, I only use a small number of the objectives. My favorite and my go-to, my absolute first go-to, is the conversion objective. But I also use the engagement objective, video views objective, and sometimes the traffic and reach objectives. But I tend to start with conversion objectives because most of my clients want to either grow their lists so they can nurture their audience towards a sale of their online course membership or high ticket offer, or they are an e-commerce store and want to make sales. Now that you know what each of these objectives do and what they're used for, you'll be able to choose one that most fits your goal. The main thing to remember is that whatever objective you choose will influence how Facebook delivers your ad and who gets to see it. Okay, well, that's it for this week's episode. It was super long because there is so much to go through in terms of objectives, but I hope it was helpful and that you'll refer back to it often. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the New School of Marketing podcast. I can't wait to share more marketing tips with you next week. And if you are ready to take your business to the next level with Facebook and Instagram advertising, make sure you visit newschoolofmarketing.com to download practical free resources, plus subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Until next time, take care and market your business every day. 